Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's Wednesday, November 30th. And it's noon here in Bethesda, Maryland, and this is news that you can use from YAA with your host, Zach, and Bad Hair Day. No, Ray. No, 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 it's Bad Hair Day, Zach, and Ray. Oh, okay. Sorry, buddy. Pops, I think someone's at the door. Can you let him I in? I think so. I can. All right, Pops, we have a special guest today, Brandon from Car <laughs> Questions Answered. Brandon, thanks so much for joining us today. I'm going to plug your channel here in just a second. But Pops and, and Brandon, I just want to like thank the community. So many community members have watched Brandon's videos. He's been on YouTube for two months now. Yes. So many people have sent me his videos. I reached out to him just yesterday or maybe two days ago, and he was like, yeah, I'd love to come on the show. So Brandon, it was yesterday. I was at an auction when you contact me yeah. <laughs> so please everyone show brandon some love car questions answered is his channel here on youtube great information brandon thanks so much for being here thank you for having me i really appreciate it and everybody's watching thank you for being here and uh it's uh it's i'm kind of starstruck it's, it's great to be here and i i really appreciate y'all you guys bringing me <laughs> yeah you know i i get starstruck at night when the skies are clear but otherwise <laughs> uh, i'm not very starstruck pops kick us off here what is your first question from brandon and i will do one uh one quick thing before we jump over there i just want to share my screen brandon i'll leave you up there for a quick second car questions answered again brandon has great insights literally at the auction multiple days each week so i encourage you to go to his channel and follow along with what he's sharing but pops what's your first question for brandon what do you want to learn well today? well brandon you you run a you have a used car lot. We're not going to say exactly where, but we can say it's in the state of North Carolina. Yeah, it's it's near Charlotte. I'm, 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 I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> and and what for for your type of customers? What type of cars primarily do you deal with for your customers? So the cars that I buy, um, I, I'm in the lower tier of the car. So five thousand and under is where my sweet spot is for for selling my cars. Mike, I don't offer any financing. I don't like debt. I don't want my customers to have to make payments to get cars. A lot of people can scrounge up 3,000, 3,500 bucks. And that's the sweet spot that we're in right now. Pre-pandemic, it was 2,000, 2,500 bucks, but now price is crazy. Now it's 35, $4,000. But generally most people can scrounge up that kind of money and be able to get into a car that's halfway decent without payments and get down the road. So, Brandon, as we have our conversation today, and thank you again for being here, you know, we titled today's stream after one of your videos, Car Dealers Are in Big Trouble, Sounds okay? Like Everyone on YouTube seems to be proclaiming that car dealers are in big trouble, and you have a really unique perspective that you can bring to our audience and to our community. You're seeing firsthand those that are trying to find the most affordable vehicles, those sub-$5,000 price points. So, so I'll lob the first question out there to you on this. Are car dealers in big trouble? What are you seeing? Are you in big trouble? Are your peers in big trouble? What are you seeing at the auctions? What are you seeing in the market? So it's it's been really tough for car dealers, especially on the lower end. If if guys who buy guys and girls don't want to categorize that, but ten thousand and under vehicles are very scarce right now. The the, the everyone's taking economics at one hundred and one. They know that supply demand supplies up, demands down, demands up, supplies down. Um, it's, it's inverse reaction. It doesn't really work like that with the lower end used cars. 
because we need demand up on the upper range to get our trade-ins. Where used car dealers like me, the lower end, we get all of our cars are from dealer auctions and how the dealer auctions get their cars, a majority is from dealer car trade-ins. So right now, everyone who's watching this probably knows new car dealers, they're not selling very many cars right now because interest rates are so high um, and, and the cost of living is up so much. The, the, the average payment for uh, a new car ha has hit the highest it's ever hit before. So if you have a 2005 Camry that you have paid off, there's no reason for you to want to go trade in that car. And I need you to go trade in that car and go buy a new one so <laughs> I can buy that 2005 Camry. But why would you do it? Why would you trade in a good car right now when the economy is getting tighter and you're not going to be able to afford this new car payment? So you're just going to keep driving your car. So the lower end cars are just scrunching and scrunching and scrunching down. And we still have the same amount of dealers. There's not really a whole lot of dealers I've gone under yet. Um, it's I'm, I'm thinking it's pretty close because a lot of these guys are over leveraged. But as we have these less lowered end cars, there's still the same amount of dealers fighting for them. So that's going to drive the price of the lower end stuff up. So we're seeing a tail of two markets right now where you have the higher end used cars are coming down because the demand's so low. But it's actually gaining some customers for this lower end car. So we're getting more customers in the lower end car. We're having less supply and the quality is down because of uh, people keeping the good cars. Wow, that's super interesting, isn't it, Pops? Because we look at the Black Book data every single week and they make it pretty clear. They're looking at two to six year old vehicles yes. normally. Yes. Two to six year old vehicles, the prices have been hammered because I don't know, the rental car companies have stopped buying them at the auctions because their fleet sales are coming back. Right. But Brandon, you're in an entire entirely different market, even though it's still the used car market, where the prices have been more stable and higher. And, and that makes sense. Uh, uh, now, you you and I had a conversation, Carter, going on on air. Um, you finding it difficult to source the cars that you need. Um, in the past, you mentioned to me you used to basically be able to get what you needed by going to three different auctions. Yeah. And today, you, you have to you have to go to seven different auctions, and you still can't get the the requisite number of cars that you had in the past. How do you how do you handle that? How do you deal with that? Correct. So just real quick, like pre pandemic, we were running ninety a hundred cars a month, and I I was able to do that from three auctions, I would go to an auction and I would have 20, 30 cars on my list to look at. Now I'm lucky to have six, seven cars on my list to look at. So fast forward now, we're doing 60 to 70 cars a month and I'm having to scratch and dig across seven different auctions, um, multiple auctions a day, two days a week. Um, and tra uh, travel time between these auctions, two hours. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard work finding these cars right now. Um, so, I mean, that's that's really what we're having to deal with. And a lot of other used car dealers are going to have to deal with the same thing. They might not be doing the kind of scale that we're doing. But even if you're trying to keep 20 cars on your lot, I mean, it's 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 tough. You're going to have to hit multiple auctions because you have to be a little bit more picky when you're when you're running less cars. Hmm. Are are you in a position where at least for your uh, vehicles, you can pay cash where a lot of uh, used car dealers are actually well floor planning their used car inventory. Yeah. So what, what we do is we pay cash for all our cars. So we don't have to worry about interest payments. Um, but what the unique thing that's happening right now is, as we know, prices for used cars are, are slowly coming down. 
So we have these guys who, who have a cost right here. So if they're not able to pay their cars, if they have interest payments, if they have floor plans, their cost is actually slowly getting up. So if the prices of the car and they have to lower it are slowly going down, what you have is you're going to have this divergence where the price that they have in the car is more than what they can actually sell it for. So at that point, they're going to have to dump it or what they're going to have to do is come up with a difference whenever they sell it to pay off the floor plans. And they didn't have money to begin with. So this money has got to come from somewhere. Either the floor plan company is going to decrease their credit line, which we're already seeing a lot of the floor plan companies are getting tighter because they know this recession is coming. They know that it's going to be tough for used car dealers. Um, so as that happens, these, these dealers are going to have to come up with more money that they don't have. So that money's got to come from somewhere. So you're seeing a lot of dealers run their cars at auctions. You're seeing a lot of floor plan companies take these cars from dealers that can't service their payments and actually run them through auction help them sell their cars. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, are, are, are you noticing that, that those that obviously are floor planning their inventory um, really got into the business prior to there being difficulties like we're seeing today, and it didn't take a lot of cash to get into the business, but now you need to have the cash in order to stay in the business. So I, I have a guy that used to work for me. He was kind of my protege. Um, he went and started his own used car lot after working for me for a few years. And uh, we figured out that he could walk into a, um, a floor plane company and they give him a 200,000 line of credit just like that. Never been in the business. Just here's all this money you can have to spend on whatever you want to spend. Um, so a lot of these guys... Um, I mean, times were great. 2019, 2018, 2020, best years with the used cars market has ever seen. So we've saw more used car dealers come into the market than ever before. Same thing happened uh, right when the pandemic hit with the housing market. All these real estate agents mm -hmm. came into the market and it caused times were good. Right. And now you're seeing record ex exodus of real estate agents because the volume just drops off a cliff. So the same thing's going to happen with with these um, used car dealers, but the problem with them is they're leveraged across their inventory and their inventory is going down. So does this end up looking like a situation where we talk a lot about on this channel and, and on the on our main YA channel, our friends over at Carvana, who it seems like had that business model, but maybe on steroids, I, I think is an appropriate way to say it. So <laughs> yeah, do you see Brandon? Yeah. So they've got like $7.1 billion in debt. and Yeah, and I think they just had a $2.2 .2 billion floor plan uh, set up with Ally uh, that they recently announced. That's a that's an interesting number because that's exactly what they paid for Odessa. Nobody, nobody talks exactly. that much about Odessa and the cash burn that's happening from Odessa right now. Well, actually, there's a couple of interesting things I want to, want to get your take on. One is, do you go to any Odessa auctions? And have you seen any changes there since the, the acquisitions? Let's make sure we hit on that. The point that I want to make, though, and I want to get your take on is what you're describing and what you're seeing at, I'll say, like a, a, a mom and pop type lot level. Is that happening throughout the entire industry? And if it does, and the floor plan companies are saying, hey, go liquidate this inventory. What does that mean for your business? What does that mean for car prices in general? That that should theoretically drive prices down a little bit, right? Or, or would they go up? I, I'm, I'm trying to understand. So the, the, the reason why I don't think it's going to put much downward pressure on the used car market is, one, we got tax time coming up. So that's a whole different monster in itself. Um, but used car dealers 
almost exclusively buy from franchise dealers because we trust their trade-ins. Because if we mm -hmm. see an independent dealer running a car through auction, there's some reason why they can't sell it. And it's not, they're, they're not, if, if they have to give up cars, they're not giving up their good cars. They're giving up the ones that they can't sell. So I don't want to go and buy something from an independent dealer because there's some reason he couldn't sell it on his lot. So why do I think I can sell it on my lot? Yep. This is what you talked about with rental car companies that have the direct to consumer franchises set up. And when they ever run vehicles at auction, it's because they, it's not the, it's the cream of the crap as you like to call it. Yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 they're not sending their best. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon, let's hit on this. You, you go to Odessa auctions, correct? Yeah. Well, uh, me and Ray talked a little bit about it before. I, uh, I used to go to an Odessa auction every week. So one of the buyer, I don't know if I can even say their name, but there, there was a, there's a, a car buyer out there um, during the pandemic that was giving crazy amount of money for people to just come and uh, buy their car from them. They're not trying to sell any cars. They're just trying to literally buy your cars and then send them to auction. So they were able to give crazy amounts of money during the pandemic for these cars because the, the inventory was low and the demand was high. Um, so I bought a lot of cars from this particular seller. Um, but what has happened now since the used car prices and the trade-in values have come way down is that now they can't offer high money for these cars for these customers. So these customers are not selling them the cars. So their actual inventory has got cut by like 75% because they're not able to buy cars and the quality that they're getting is next to, I mean, it's, it's terrible because if you have a good car right now, you're not, you're not giving it up. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting what's going on. I mean, the market went up incredibly quickly, and now it seems to be coming down both in terms of quality and also those prices, maybe a little bit more slowly, but the quality seems to be the biggest issue that's plaguing the market, whether you're at Carvana or at, at, at your dealership. Right. So uh, here's, here's a question for you. You have, to, you have to source cars through seven different auctions. Um, that takes a ton of time between traveling to the auctions, inspecting the cars at the sales that you're thinking about possibly bidding on, um, transporting the vehicles back to your dealership and doing um, some type of reconditioning because let's face it, the cars you're buying that you're specializing in, they, they need work. They're yeah. not perfect. Yeah, they're going to need work. So what's the average turnaround time for you to say buy a car um, get it back to the dealership and be able to have it lot ready to try and sell it. So if we're hitting on all cylinders and um, our transporter is on his game, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough to get a transporter that you're going to be able to say, hey, I bought five cars from this auction. I need you to go pick them up, uh, get them back in a couple of days. Um, so if, if all things are firing, I can get cars turned around from auction to online posted, ready to sell seven days is, is about the best that we can do. Um, but I, I would say probably we're looking at a week and a half is probably our turnaround time right now, just to get all things just working exactly right. And now Brandon, it's interesting because we talk a lot about my dad taught me this, I obviously didn't know it before we started working on us. most dealerships, not yours, but most dealerships floor plan, they, they pay interest on their inventory, you don't. And and we talk a lot about, I mean, this this even factors into our negotiability score back on joinya.com. The longer a vehicle's been sitting, the more likely the dealer is to, to want to negotiate. And and we came up with that in part because, well, they're paying more interest. And mm -hmm. you mentioned before, there's some dealers who have over leveraged, et cetera. How do you think about if it takes you, let's say, 10 days to turn around a car from the auction to listing it for sale online? 
do you have an aging policy? Do you think about that? How do you discount or incentivize, you know, get action on a vehicle? What's, what's your take on that? So me and my, my sales manager, we talk about this a lot and there's not, there's not a just tried and true formula that we found that works. It depends on the market, what we're able to buy, because when we put a car out, that car is actually competing with every other car that's on our market at uh, on our lot at the time. So if prices are continuously going down and we paid $500 more for a car two weeks ago, but we got that same car this week for $500 cheaper, then we're typically not marking the car that we just bought for the same price as the other one. We're not, we're not trying to hit a certain price. We're trying to make a certain amount. Um, if that makes sense. Um, so if we were making $1,500 on that first car and we bring in that other car and still try to make $1,500 now, now that same exact car is $500 cheaper. So we have to, we have to move as the market moves. So typically what we do is every two weeks, if a car hasn't sold, we'll start doing price drops about 500 bucks. Um, unless it's got some traction on it, it's got some hits online, um, but just not sold yet. Uh, but typically every two weeks we'll cut it 500 bucks. So a month and a half, I'm ready for that car to be out of there because typically we'll price them to make about 1500 bucks and then, and then roll back from there. Um, what we're doing now though, is because I've only got 75 cars and tax time's rolling around in a couple, a couple months. Um, and I want to have at least 150 when we get there, we're, we're start, we're stopping our price cuts right now because anything that we have on our lot within 10 days of tax checks hitting, we'll sell everything. Wow. Hmm. Wow. I want to dig into that comment right there. But first, I want to show you some love. This comes from Nate. He says, I love hearing Brandon's perspective. So go subscribe to his channel, Car Questions Answered. Thanks for having him on. I would love to see a follow up with him in a future video. I usually save my asks for the very end after we've had a productive <laughs> conversation. But Brandon, we brought we will want you back on next year. So just awesome. I'd planting that seed. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about tax season, Pops. I want to hear, hear your take because you obviously did this for, for decades and at different types of dealerships. What was tax season like for you? And then, Brandon, of course, you just alluded to it. You, you're going to sell a lot of cars. So I want to hear from both of you what well, you expect. Well, before we get to tax season, I want to say, you know, the yeah. fact that he can turn around cars in seven to ten days, um, you know, at, at a new car franchise, when a used car manager trades a car or gets a car in from auction, the, the, the benchmark at a new car dealership is to have that vehicle turned around ready for the lot in 72 hours. Wow. 72 hours. But that's traded in. And, and, and let me say, it hardly ever happens. <laughs> you know, well, I'll, I'll have days. to credit that to my, I have a great team. They all do. I, I just want to make sure I don't get past that point. They're going to watch this. Yep. My team is fantastic. And they're the ones that are responsible for the turnaround team. I buy the cars and look stupid in the background. So they, they do everything. Well, well I, I, I was going to say, usually 10 days You're in. so loud. I'm sorry. You watch because I got a thing in you one You took your hearing aids yeah, out. Yeah. 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 And I took my hearing aids out. But, but you know, so you want to be at 72 hours. And, and 10 days in, we're going, why isn't the car out on the lot yet? So I just wanted to say that. Now, tax, tax time, yeah. tax season, well, let's. That's spring selling season, and and suddenly people find themselves having cash, and and as as Brandon knows, cash is king when it comes to buying cars. So when people are flush, even with a little bit of cash, uh, they're looking for cars to spend it on. It was always a big deal for us uh, on our used car side of things at the new car dealership. I'm I'm sure it's huge for Brandon. 
Yeah. So, I mean, most people use their tax refund was a personal savings account throughout the year. They pay into it and Uncle Sam gives them a check. So a lot of these checks, especially people who have families, have kids, they're getting that five to six, seven thousand dollars back. And they're rushing to these these car lots that sell cars just like I sell. And they're they're buying a car. That's what they that's what they do with a lot of this money. Um, so the issue that's going to happen is these dealers that don't get stocked up before tax time, they're going to sell everything. It happens every year. They don't know what hits them. I got a buddy said we're slammed and I don't, I don't know why. And it happens every year. And I tell him, I said, dude, tax money. I hope you bought cars because now this week you're going to go to the auction and prices are going to be 40% higher. And it happens in one week. So as that happens, um, and we have less cars to divvy up this year. So yeah. there's going to be a massive spike, especially in the lower end tier cars at auction starting at the end of February and into March. But the crash happens just as hard as it goes up because these guys do the same thing that they've done in the last two years, but it's compressed into two weeks because the money, as soon as it gets here, Incredible. It's, gone. Yeah. it's gone. Incredible insight. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, you know, let let I, I gotta say one thing about what Brandon's doing. Yeah, of course. If if I may, he is servicing a market that is desperate for affordable transportation. His customers are not the customers that can can afford to go into a a new car dealership and look at a used car that's thirty thousand dollars or twenty five thousand dollars. And this is such an underserved portion of the market. These are the type of people that need cars, inexpensive cars, so they can get to work, um, you know, and, and try and scrape by making a living with mm -hmm. inflation and housing and rent and gas and everything going up. So God bless them. Thank and I mean, this, it, it, I mean this as sincerely as I can say it. God bless you for saying this is, this is a segment of our society that I want to try and help out. You know, because not every car dealer is remotely interested in doing what you're doing, which is trying to have reasonably decent $2,500 to $5,000 cars for people to buy. So and my hat's and off to you, my friend. A lot of customers that we get to are customers that went, they, they can't afford and they don't have the credit score to be able to go buy these new cars but they'll go to these buy here, pay here places. They only need $800 down and they're so predatory. You miss one payment, they come get your car. So they've already had this experience and they come into to me and say, look, I've scraped together 25, 3,500 bucks. I don't want to have any car payments again because I don't want to have the risk of my car getting taken. And I know that when I sign this paper and I give you this money, this is my car and nobody can take it. And I immediately have equity in this car because if it blows up a year from now, I can still go junk it and I can get something for it but they even have the option to be able to just resell that car at the end of at the end of the time that they're they're done if they want to upgrade the next time whatever yeah yeah and i i just want to comment i mean we on november 1st so it's almost been a month brandon we we partnered up with four credit unions to offer uh, loan origination for vehicle purchases and refinances and we've had well over a thousand applications in this month and it's been incredible to see and i'm looking at for the refinance ones the interest rates the aprs that folks have that they are then able to refinance through a credit union and how much they're able to save. I mean, Capital One, uh, Santander, uh, Credit Acceptance Corp. Like I look at 
I don't want to call them predatory, but holy cow, man. Yeah. I mean, so I admire what you do in the fact that so many dealers see an opportunity. Well, if we can get them to finance and everything's just bundled into the monthly payment, you know, roll in a warranty, roll into this. You're saying to your customers, you're paying cash. You're not going to have interest payments. And then you have an asset that you can sell at the end of all this. And the depreciation that they're going to experience isn't, you know, it's not tens of thousands of dollars. Maybe it's a thousand. It's, it's admirable. And it's become more real for me to see these refi applications and just realize how how screwed people got at the at the point of sale. It's, it's almost comical to, to think about, like, we'll have customers come up on our lot and I'll just, I'll be walking by and they point out a car that's got $2,500 on the, on the windshield. And they'll say, is this, is this the down payment of this car? Like, no, that's, that's what the car costs. And their face just completely turns. They, they've never bought a car outright. So they don't understand that you can even, even buy a car and not have payments. I've had people even buy cars and after they sign the paperwork, they give us the money, they um, they'll take the keys and then they'll say, okay, when is my first payment due? <laughs> and that I just, everyone's I, I been wish, so conditioned wish, to that. Yeah. yeah. I wish there was, there was some source, some way. And that's, I mean, that's what you're trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do is educate these, educate these people to know that there's a, there's a different way in this market. We can, you, you can save money and not have to get ripped off by, by these dealers, not get ripped off by these mechanics. And um, that's, that's one thing I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of, of, of what we do. I'm, I'm just, give me a second, guys. I, I think I saw a comment in the community and they. <laughs> wow. Look at that. They're very, very proud. We're, we're, we're really glad that you're able to join us, Brent, because your perspective, your disposition, how you approach this market. I mean, it's, it's, I wish there were more people like that, that, that were out there and, it's obviously an incredibly challenging time to be in the business, but yes, you seem relatively are. well positioned and, and you're creating content to help, you know, inform consumers. So we absolutely love that. I'm going to toss it to you, Pops. I, I always do this to you. Parting shot. I want to get a parting shot question for Brandon. Uh, what, what's going through your head? What do you want to know? And then Brandon, put it on your calendar, man. Sometime, sometime maybe around tax season. We're, we're going to want you back on if oh, you're not yeah, too busy. Anytime you guys want me back. I, I, love, I love having this conversation, be able to bounce off ideas. This is great here here's my here's my parting question for you if 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 you had your crystal ball and and unlike the, the one that i bought at the dollar store that's always cloudy um if you were to look at your crystal ball where do you think the used car market will be a year from now especially for the type of vehicles that you're dealing with so we'll we'll go through it and we'll hit like I said February March tax time. There's going to be just a ripper of of prices going up. Right after that, it's going to last for about a month, month and a half. Um, we always we take a vacation from buying cars right after tax time. We sell everything and we just stop buying cars for a month. Um, then summer is towards the end of summer is pretty slow for for most used car dealers. Um, you'll get into fall. There'll be a little bit of bump, but I think next next December is going to be probably back to the golden age time. I, th I think prices are going to normalize by that time. I think by then the Fed's going to have to have had pivot. I mean, they, they can't go through and not sell any houses for a year. Um, so so rates are going to be back down, not, not to where they were. They're not going to be zero, but they're going to start coming down, I think, mid next year. Um, and I think that's going to really push the demand for new cars because there's a lot of people that are waiting right now. So their cars are deteriorating. So over the next year, as they're waiting, they're going to be pinched to have to actually buy cars. And like I said, for the lower end used car, especially for us, high demand is actually 
good because I mean that that means that they're buying new cars, they're putting more trade-ins into into the market. So I really think end of the year next year we're going to find some semblance of normalcy that we haven't seen in the last year and a half. Well, the fun part about what all three of us get to do is we get to document it, we get to share what we're seeing. And Brandon, we really appreciate you doing that with us here. Regardless if you're right or wrong, we want to stay in touch. We want to share that message and what you're learning with our audience. So a huge thank you. And again, for everyone that's joined us and, and watched to this point, literally I emailed Brandon yesterday. He made himself available today. So please go check out his channel, Car Questions thank Answered. Yeah. Great information over there. Thanks for being here, Brandon. Thanks, Thanks Brandon. So we really appreciate it. I appreciate it. Ah, man, we, it's, it's just so cool what we get to do. You think? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It yeah. really, really is. We get to get some insights. We really do. Yeah. So again, please check out Brandon's channel, Car Questions Answered. I want to remind everyone, today's the last day. We've got the sale going on back on joinyaa.com. It ends today, end yes. of the month. If you're going to buy a car, get some help from us. If you're going to sell a car, get some help from us. We've got the insurance going, the warranty going, the finance, the refinance, obviously the membership, the one-on-one -on -one consults. Deal School 3.0 pops. Let's wrap up today's show with a Deal School 3.0 update. You've been reviewing the PDFs. You wrote the quiz yesterday. How are I you feeling? Did. How are you feeling about Deal School 3.0? Well, I, I'm not sure I could pass the test, but but I think once uh, once uh, Deal School 3.0 is available, I think those who who take the classes, take the courses, go through the lessons. I think they'll be so much better prepared for buying a car and saving money in the future that, I don't know, we'll be getting all kinds of thank yous. Deal School 2.0 will be, and it currently is and will forever be, entirely free. Yes. Okay, Deal School 3.0, YAA Plus members only. Okay, you got to be a member to get Deal School 3.0. So please, if you're going to consider it, there's 20% off. It ends today. So if you take advantage of that, use the code THANKS20. So proud of Deal School 2.0. It's two hours and 20 minutes of curriculum. PDFs, quizzes, and we even have a community section that we're going to be doing monthly uh, streams and things like that. So I'm very excited about Deal School helping folks make better buying decisions. You know the problem with a two-hour and 20-minute curriculum? You got to sit through it. Well, you know, I, I suffer from ADHD. And so I'd get through 10 minutes and I'll be falling asleep. But for the rest of you out there that, that don't suffer from attention deficit disorder, um, please, if you... if when it becomes available and, and you're a YAA Plus member, make make yourself sit through it. You don't have to watch the whole thing all You can once. jump through the sections. It's not that bad. Take Kimberly's notes. there. We're there. It's a good time. Yeah. There's a whole team there. It's a whole team Even there. behind us. All right, Pops. Let's call it a show. Thank you again to Brandon. Car Questions Answered. Check out his YouTube channel. We will be back tomorrow. Yes. Thursday. At, at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with more news that you can use from YAA. Uh, right here from downtown Bethesda, tomorrow. Thank you, everyone, for being there. Happy Wednesday. Yep. Bye-bye, everybody. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon. <laughs>